0: We thank you, Lord, this morning, God. We honor you and we bless you, Lord. We ask you right now, Lord, that you would focus us on you. You would focus us on you. Lord, that you would attune our ears to your voice. God, we pray, Lord, that you would speak. That you would speak and we would listen and we would obey and we would apply and other blessings we have in your mighty son Jesus name hallelujah amen amen RCF God bless you worship team and my little brother JB we call each other little brother and big sis Amen. love him to pieces happy Mother's Day happy Mother's Day I know some people have some mixed emotions It's very exciting to honor and and uh, and do great things for for Mama, cause you know Mama. All right, Mama got our back, our front, our our right, our left, our underneath, our over. Mama got us right. (laughs) But some people, it's it's a it's not a it's a sad occasion because Mama's no longer here. And so let us just love on each other and hug on each other. Amen and RCF I know we're here with some mixed emotions too right amen I feel them too yeah we got some mixed emotions but but what I'm holding on to is that I know pastor Felix poured all he had into us yeah he poured a lot I'll be saying but but uh, there's more I, I believe there was more but but God God said that was enough Okay. And so what I'm going to hold on to today at this moment is the last thing he said to us. If you listened to the last two weeks, he basically told us to bear fruit, be fruitful, right? Amen. So this morning we're going to look at a passage where Jesus on his way to his death, he pretty much told his disciples, similar things he he left them with instructions on his way to Calvary's cross and and what's so interesting about it is that they didn't even realize it until afterwards yeah we didn't realize it until afterwards so we're gonna look at this passage so uh, I'm gonna ask you to turn to John chapter 15 John chapter 15 verses 1 through 8 And while you're getting there, just imagine, imagine with me, Jesus is up in the upper room with his disciples and they're having their Passover, which we now know was the last supper. And after they got done and Judas left the scene to go betray Jesus, they all, Jesus and the 11, they're they're walking out to the garden of Gethsemane where we later realize that he's going to pray and ask the Lord to remove the cup. But I just imagine that he's on his way right before he gets to the Kidron Valley. He notices this vineyard. And this vineyard looked to be well kept. And it looked to have these big, beautiful, plump, juicy grapes. And I imagine Jesus just looked over there and, and he just decided to, to use that metaphor to instruct his disciples. And so let's see what he says to them. Looks, looking over at the vineyard, he says this, beginning at verse one, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Sorry, I had to move that paper out of the way. It was distracting me. <laughs> okay, so every branch to me that, in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. much fruit that you're fruitful so here's my my big idea it says bearing fruit is inevitable if we abide in Christ so I'm gonna challenge you just be the branch just be a branch cuz see bearing fruit is inevitable if we abide in Christ okay so just be a branch So let's look at verses one and two. So Jesus is saying, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he, my father, takes it away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he, the father, prunes that it may bear more fruit. So the father is the vine dresser or the gardener. And and the first point is this. God ensures that believers are positioned to bear fruit. God ensures that believers are positioned to bear fruit. Can y'all type that in the chat? All right. So Jesus notices this vineyard because of the fruit it produced. Now, I'm sure if, if the fruit didn't look good, y'all know what he going to do? Curse it. Yeah, but, but he noticed that fruit looked good. And so we're going to, uh, I'm going to describe how a grapevine is taken care of just so we can get some context, okay? And so the vine is, a, is the main part of the grapevine. Sap flows through the vine from the roots to the leaves, okay? The grapevine is, is the kind of plant that grows and, and, it, and it climbs and it crawls and it grows quickly. The branch is the part of the plant that comes out from the vine. So the vine dresser or the gardener cares for the plant. And when when all that takes place, guess what happens? Fruit is produced. And so let's, let's look at how that might apply to us. Okay, Jesus kind of said it. He is the vine. Jesus is the vine. God is the gardener. Holy Spirit is the sap. So here we see the Trinity working together, right? And you and I were the branches. So what is the fruit? The fruit is what's produced. Just think about it Christ like character. Yeah, the fruit, Christ likeness godly behavior and here's the kicker the branch does nothing you and i the branch does nothing the gardener plants the seed the gar- the gardener waters the gardener tills the ground the gardener does the training and the pruning uh-huh in verse two he said it He said, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So I'm going to stop right there because that little passage is a little controversial. And and, uh, the commentators, they just go back and forth. So we're going to dissect it just a little bit. Okay. Every branch in me. So that means they're part of Christ. So I would contend that this branch that's not bearing fruit is a believer is just not bearing fruit right now okay so so what what does the the gardener do well if you study and read how a grapevine is taken care of what we find is that sometimes those vines are are growing along the ground and then once they they start budding then the gardener has to come and, and take it up. You see, the Greek word for he takes away, it, it, it has other uh, definitions. And those other definitions are this, to lift up, to, 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 to elevate. Okay, so the gardener comes and he has to take the vine off the ground because if he doesn't, the, the blossoms will get trampled on. The the vine will get full of dirt. And so he lifts up the vine. And y'all seen them trellises? He puts it on the trellis. So it can get some sun and some air. He puts it in position so it can bear fruit. Y'all seen those canopies where the grapevines hang? Yeah, yeah. It's a training process. He's training those vines to produce fruit, okay. So then he also says that the father, the gardener, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Oh, we don't like that part. He prunes. He cuts off. Oh, now those of us that have have plants, we know you got to prune stuff for, in order for it to grow. We used to have an apple tree. We never pruned that apple tree. The apple tree is dead. so so the thing about the grapevine is when it's young you have to prune or cut off 90 percent of the branch for two years why because when the fruit grows it's too heavy it can't stand the weight it can't stand the pressure because it's young Okay, but here's what happens. When it's pruned, it produces, what does the word say? More fruit. So that's what the gardener does. He he trains, he 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 uh positions us to bear fruit when we don't have any. And when we have some, he prunes and cuts away. You know how it is. When we first got saved, or those of you that are are young uh, Christians, God had to come and cut some things out of our lives. God had to take us and and pick us up out of them places that we shouldn't have been in, right? You know, we just hang out with Nay Nay them. you know, he was like, uh I'm going to have to pull y'all up, take y'all, and cut off those things that have caused damage from sin in our lives, you know, I don't know, getting high, things like that, right? Lying, things like that. He cuts away. The problem is the pruning, it, it doesn't feel good, but guess what? It makes us healthy. When the, when the grapevine is pruned, it's healthy. And as the word says, it bears more fruit. God ensures that believers are positioned to bear fruit and so once we're positioned we have to make this we can make a choice to abide in christ let's look at verse four jesus says abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in the vine or in me. So my second point is this. Our fruitfulness is determined by whether we choose to live in Christ. Our fruitfulness is determined by whether we choose to live in Christ. Like I said, the branch the branch really cannot do nothing on its own. It can only bear fruit when it's connected to the vine. So Jesus says, abide in me. And, and he says this word, at least I'm reading out of the ESV in this passage, he uses the word abide seven times. Seven times. Abide, 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 abide. And then if you read the rest of the chapter, he says some more. He means that thing, right? <laughs> He's pounding that into somebody's mind. Abide in me. Dr. Tony Evans well-known pastor. He says, there are two ways to drink tea. He says, some people are dippers. They dip their tea bag up and down in the mug, right? He said, a lot of Christians are like that. They dip in on Sunday morning and then dip out and then they dip back in on Wednesday night and dip back out. He said, but there's another way to drink tea. He said, it's to be an abider. And what does that do? The act of abiding is you take the tea bag, drop it in the cup, and don't touch it. <laughs> you sit and you watch it, and the color of the water begins to change. And you can just sit there and watch the transformation take place. See, a dipper is dipping. And sometimes you take the spoon. I guess I'm a dipper. You take the spoon and you wrap the string around the spoon and you're dipping and jerking. It's taking human effort, human effort to be a dipper. But, but the abider, he's just watching the transformation Take place, no human effort, no human effort. So, Dr. Evans said he was sitting, eating lunch with somebody, and they were drinking tea. And so, of course, he abided his his bag in the in the cup. And uh, the person was a dipper, and he says, "Well, I like to dip because when I let my tea bag just sit in the cup, it's too strong." Oh come on I just said something there. It's too strong. And Dr. Evans said that's exactly what happens when you abide. Yeah, it strengthens. You see Jesus wants us to Yeah, he wants us to abide in him. He wants us to stay there. He wants us to live there. He wants us to dwell there. He wants us to experience the full strength If we dip in, then guess what? We're doing it. (laughs) And so, yeah, abide, make it our home, unite with Him. Now, I said because fruitfulness is determined by whether we choose to live in Christ. See, it is a choice. I did a word study, Pastor Derek. I did a word study on the word abide and and if we if we look at the grammar the grammar will tell us that we have a choice because see it was in the active voice and the active voice means that the subject the subject of the sentence performs the action so you remain you're the subject you remain you abide you are performing the action See, the branch can only live and have a life when it is found and connected to the vine. So here's what the active voice means. It's my choice. It's your choice. We have to choose to surrender. We have to choose to yield. That's what abiding is. That's what abiding is. Choosing to yield. Choosing to open up that Bible when I don't feel like it. Choosing to get on my knees and stay right there until God says something back. Choosing to worship God in the midst of pain, hurt, and suffering. Yeah, that's abiding in Christ. Yeah, and it comes through salvation. And once we're abiding with Christ, we're in union with him. And it's a spiritual union. It's it's spiritual because Christ is the bridegroom and we are the bride. It's that kind of union. And so abide in Christ. Our fruitfulness is determined by whether we choose to live in Christ. And our fruitfulness is determined by whether we dip, Or abide. (laughs) Okay. And if we abide, bearing fruit is inevitable. Yeah. If we abide, bearing fruit is inevitable. Let's look at verses five through six. How am I doing, sister? Woo-hoo. All right. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing if anyone does not abide in me he is thrown away like a branch and withers and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned and so that second person if anyone does not is not in christ that's the one that's thrown away. That's the one that's, that's, that's gathered like a, a dried branch. That's the one that's thrown in the fire sadly and burned. Oh, but the one that abides in him, he bears, now get this, much fruit. Well, we went from no fruit to fruit to more fruit, and now we're at much fruit here's what's happening we we connect to the vine like I said through salvation and then we begin to develop a personal relationship with Christ the other that doesn't abide has no genuine relationship what's interesting about the branch is this is that it's a part of the plant but if you ever looked at a grape you cannot tell the vine from the branch because of its connection. It almost looks the same it almost looks the same you know uh, a couple years ago I turned in my DNA to ancestry and I connected with my sister and I a couple after I'd known her for a couple of years she had graduated from college I posted a picture told Facebook to help me congratulate her and guess what my friends have been knowing me all my life they was congratulating me why because of our connection we look almost the same. We look almost the same, just like the branch and the vine. It's so connected. The branch is dependent and reliant on the vine, and so Jesus is calling us to be just the branch, because He gonna do the work. He, God, and the Holy Spirit, the Triune God, they gonna do the work, and and when they begin to work. Then bringing forth fruit is inevitable. It's inevitable. So what is the fruit? It's, it's godly behavior. It's godly character. It's the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's the fruit. Responsive to the gospel. Spiritual productivity. Righteousness. Justice. That's the fruit. I don't know about you, RCF, but I want people, that, those people that's going to be over there, I want them to look over in this vineyard and I want them to see some good fruit over here. And I want them to want to know, who is the gardener over here uh, bringing up and tending to that fruit because that fruit looks good and see when our fruit looks good then god gets the glory and that's what our last verse says it says by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples amen the fruit is the evidence of abiding in christ our fruit is the evidence of our salvation our fruit is the evidence of our obedience in the Holy Spirit. Our fruit is the evidence of our prayer life, as we saw the other night. Um, because when we pray and we're we're connected to the vine, then our will will line up to the Father's will. Amen. RCF, if we're going to realize this vision, if we're going to do what God has called us to do, so that God can get the glory, then we must go forth. And Pastor Felix's last instruction: be fruitful be fruitful. Let not his labor be in vain. Be fruitful and bear fruit because we're going to continue to create places for people to belong. Come on, be fruitful. We're going to teach people, continue to teach people to believe in God. Come on, be fruitful. And we want to grow people to behave like Christ. We want to lead in community. We want to have fun, Pastor Derek. We want to have fun in excellence (laughs) we want to do things in excellence that's the fruit bearing fruit is inevitable so if we abide in Christ bearing fruit is inevitable RCF I challenge you just be the branch just be the branch hallelujah just be the branch hallelujah Uh, Let's pray, God. Let's pray. Yeah. Lord God, we thank you. We do just want to be just the branch, Lord. We want you, Lord, to work through us. We want you, Lord, to make us productive. We want our fruit to shine. We want people, when they encounter us, to feel the love, to feel the joys, to feel the to know that they've encountered God. Because you said in your word that the, the, the vine and the branch looks almost alike. So God, when they see us, Lord, we want them to see you. Hallelujah. And Lord, if there's somebody here or somebody on the line, Lord, that has not given their life to you, Lord, we ask right now, Lord, that you would draw them, that you would save them, that you would set them free for their sinful ways. Oh God, we just want to be fruitful in you, Lord. We thank you, God. We praise you. We honor you. We lift you up in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.